What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Don't Quit Your Day Job. You know me. I am your host, Maxim Allen. Today is November 19th, 2022. It's fucking freezing outside, and I hate my life. And I don't, I'm not jealous of people from LA until New York winter sets in. So uh, take your vitamin D. And uh, if you like this episode, share it on your Instagram story or follow the YouTube channel. You know it's good. Anyway, guys, I have a very special guest today. Everyone, please give it up for the very funny Jake Letizia. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, of course. Uh, you don't do podcasts where you talk to other people very often, do you? <laughs> no, I rarely do. I did one here. I did a S&D. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do them if I'm asked. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think I've had guests on mine like uh, four or five times. Okay. How many episodes do you have so far? So far, I've been lazy lately. Like, I, lately, I've been like every other week. Mm -hmm. uh, but it used to be like every week for like for a couple of years. Damn, really? So I'm at like one <laughs> with myself. I'm yeah. at like 180 something. Whoa. Yeah. With guests, I have like, I had my mom on twice. Yeah. I had my sister in law on. <laughs> and then I had uh, three comedians. And one of the comedians isn't like, I didn't release it yet. Okay, nice. But, What's the show called? If the listeners it's called uh, Talking to Myself, and it's where I look into a camera and I talk to myself, <laughs> and I just fucking, I say how I feel and how I think, and yeah. sometimes it's funny, and sometimes it's really sad. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, like, I asked you about this at uh, Claire's birthday a while back, and I was like, you just, like, talk to yourself, and you're like, yeah, it's actually, like, really good. For, <laughs> like, you actually, like, get a lot of bits out of it, and, like, you learn how to, like, be on screen, and I was like... Damn, you made me want to do one where I talk to myself. I mean, it does. I mean, it does. It like, uh, I didn't realize it at first, but um, because also during the pandemic, like, yeah. comedy was kind of dead. So, the, was this was this podcast born out of that insane three months of being locked inside? No, no, no. It was it was it was before. <laughs> so I was seasoned. I was like ready Ooh, for it. Okay, yeah. So like before, uh, I had I think the year before is when I started it. Mm. Um. And so I was doing it solidly for a year. So then when pandemic happened, I was like, I I'm I'm ready for this, dude. I've already been talking to myself in a room. <laughs> everyone needs to get on my page now. Yeah, everyone, um, everyone conformed to you. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone, there was like a global lockdown and the United States government was like, do what Jake is doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it very much was the thing where like, uh, yeah, it ended up being great because, yeah, comedy like was, you know, it was all online. It was Zoom shows and like, some rooftop things but for a bit it was like nothing yeah and a lot of people and and i was like oh i have this like th this and, yeah. it, and it kept me like in a comedic brain mm -hmm. um so that like i never really i never like stopped like flexing the muscle yeah, of yeah, like yeah. what like how do i make something funny you know that makes sense that makes yeah. sense i had during the pandemic for me it was like satire like yeah and like zoom mics but like that was basically to like be like, I still exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still out here, dude. Yeah. I'm on three Zoom shows tonight. Yeah. I'm going to hate God. all of them. going to hate every single one of them. Uh, so how long have you been doing stand-up comedy? Like four years. Four years? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Were you in New York pre-pandemic? I was in New York pre-pandemic. Okay. I've been in New York like nine years, but I I didn't like start actually doing comedy till like four years ago. Okay. Chill. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. We're like, I'm like a little over four years. Then, okay. But cool. I moved to New York in 2019. So. Ah. Okay. Cause I wasn't sure. Cause I, I only, uh, you only popped into it, ex in, into my reality like this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel that way, uh, uh, for a lot of people. Well, there's also like the, um, there were people, there are like a lot of people who stopped doing it after yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. So there were people who like knew me in that group. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I wasn't like doing it at like consistent. Yeah, yeah. enough. Uh, now I feel like I'm consistent enough where like people see me all the time. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this guy. Yeah, you know, the consistency is big. It's like, yeah, it's like. Uh, I feel like we're guilted into like thinking it's like if you don't do stand up for two weeks, you have ceased to exist. Yeah, like yeah you, you are disappear. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> you vanish. You vanish. Yeah. Everyone else is like, all right, well, I'm deleting them from my contacts. <laughs> I'm unfollowing them. Yeah, people are like, where you been? You're like, what? Uh, I was, I was taking a, I don't know, I was eating. <laughs> I, was, I was in the hospital. Did you block me on everything yet? <laughs> it is true when you when I don't see somebody who I see like. Cause you just get in the habit of you see people like almost every day. Yeah. And then when you don't see them for a week, you're like, you're like, what happened to you, man? <laughs> yeah. Like I visited my family. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I feel like it, for me, I, like there was a period where I was just saying like people would like leave our house after like hanging out or like doing our mic or something. We'd be at a show. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll see you in like 40 minutes or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why are we even saying goodbye? We're going to bump into each other in, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. I always say I'm in the habit now. If I go see you soon. Yeah. Because I'm going to see you probably tomorrow, probably the next day. So soon. Yeah. High school mode. It's High like, school yeah. mode, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I don't like that part. Sometimes people, <laughs> sometimes seeing people all the time turns people into high school brain, you know? Yeah, I, a thing I haven't experienced since high school. Like, I feel like the reason everyone sucks in high school is, at least for me, it was like everyone went to elementary, middle, and high school together. Yeah. So by the, by the end of high school, you're just like, I fucking hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got into adulthood. You're like, oh, I'm not around enough people to hate them. And then comedy, you're like, okay, I'm getting <laughs> Just kidding. I love everybody. I'm very nice to everybody. <laughs> Damn, dude. Talking shit. Talking shit. Name names. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, I should say this. Uh, the rule for the podcast is you can name names if you say something nice about them. Oh, hell yeah, Unless dude. it's like, if you're going to say like a bad thing. Uh, okay. If they're like, if these people are monsters, yeah, you can yeah. name drop. But Atrocious if they're like, people? if they're just like personal opinion, I don't like this person. We don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so far I, I don't hate anyone that much. That's <laughs> to excellent. be like, I'm naming them on this podcast <laughs> right now. No. Yeah. No, I got like maybe one or two but like yeah. those two people are like people that everyone is like yeah fuck them yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 but uh so let me ask you this when did you first like start getting into comedy not like doing it but like when you were young what was your first like comedy exposure was your family into comedy or uh well my first like uh i guess there's like uh my first exposure with just like something being funny like or like stand up more specifically with the comedy universe as we know it uh, I, when I was, tw- I think I was 12 years old mm-hmm. and I had like seen like comedy central and like, uh, like random, like I'd seen like Dane cook and bullshit like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like everyone in high school, they saw Dane cook and they're like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I never, I never watched Dane cook and was like, oh, I could do like, that's me, you know? Right. Right. Um, but then when I was like 12, uh, my friend was like, yo, you got to watch this uh, stand-up special. Mm-hmm. And I went to his house. I said that like he's an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yo, bro, you got to watch this. No. <laughs> he said it in 12-year-old voice. Yeah. Uh, and then I went over and it was, uh, I forget which special, but it was uh, a Louis C.K. special. Okay, yeah. And uh, the thing that like clicked in my brain was uh, he was doing a bit, that bit about um, where his friend is like uh, talking to him on the plane. Okay. And then Louis like, oh, I hope you, I hope you, your plane crashes. Uh, and they goes, How are you gonna feel if that happens now? Take that back. How are you gonna feel if that happens? He yeah, goes, yeah. He goes, I glad, I gladly, uh, what to find out that the things I say happen. I <laughs> gladly trade your death for knowledge of my powers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, Oh shit, because my mom used to always go, uh, Do you know where your brother is? 
And I'd be like, he's dead. <laughs> and then my mom would always go, and this is before I saw the special. <laughs> and then my mom would always go, uh, don't say that. How are you going to feel if he actually dies now? And, I, and then I would always go, well, I'd be right. I'd be correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that was like enough of a similarity where I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, maybe I could do it, you know? Whoa. Yeah. It's like a direct parallel in your life. Yeah, yeah. Also, your mom is like, where's where's my other kid? <laughs> like, I'm going to ask the kid, where's the other kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Bad parenting, yeah. dude. You should know where your kid is. Don't ask yep. me. I'm the younger one. I get it, though. I get it. I feel like as I get older, I get worried more about like manifesting stuff by like saying it, you know? Oh, sure. Like when I started stand-up, I used to have a, a, a really good joke about being an engineer and not getting laid, but it was like a whole... Double entendre with me owning a cat, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I stopped telling because I was like, I don't want to manifest not getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's certain there's certain bits where you're like, I don't want people to think this about yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You put it out into the universe, but really what you're doing is you're just putting it out to other people in the yeah, audience. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you uh you have the you have this Louis C.K. joke click moment in your head where you're like, whoa, yeah. this is like similar to what I think of and yeah. like I go through. So What's your comedy development like from there? Do you get into comedy from that? Like, are you now actively watching stuff or are you just kind of passively absorbing whatever comedy's around you? I, I, I watched uh, a lot of him. And then I, I also liked, uh, like, uh, at the time, I liked Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. I liked, uh, I really like Hannibal Burris. Okay, yeah, he's amazing. But, but then I always like, um, yeah, he's got one of my favorite jokes, the joke where he's like, uh, and that was another thing where I was like, yeah. Well, because he he doesn't do bits like I do, but he says yeah. things that like is things that I thought like yeah. he's like I don't I don't put a napkin on my lap. I have confidence in myself. Have more confidence in yourself. <laughs> yeah. Have no confidence in yourself to not put like spill food on your lap. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then but then I've always liked uh, it was like because I I did film. Oh really? Uh, so I always was like I want to like uh, I don't know I want to like write and direct. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know, like, at first it was, like, movies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But then it became more, like, I, I loved the show. Uh, I love Curb, Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. And, like, Atlanta and Louie. Uh, and so I was like, oh, I would love to do something like that. Um, so I always, like, had stand-up comedians I liked. But then I had, like, people who, like, I love Larry David. I loved mm-hmm. Charlie Day. Yeah. Uh, and then I loved, uh, what's it called? Like, the Eric Andre show and shit. Yeah. So I've always had like this love of stand up, but then also this love of like just uh, a, a show that is very uniquely the creator. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Yes. Like Eric Andre's show, I don't know if I ever I could. I don't know if that like I could make a show crazy like that. Absolutely not. But that's so <laughs> him, and like yeah. that's what that's what I that's my favorite thing about comedy is when somebody does the most of themselves yes. in something. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah. like you know. Sometimes even when I see like always sunny clips, I just am like, that was the funniest fucking show in the universe. Yeah. And they just nailed it every single episode. Yeah. You know? Crazy. And show and shows like like uh, I was talking to a friend about this, about like um Curb and Always Sunny ha- has this thing where like they have the f- they have some of the funniest lines I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's like not a joke. Yeah. It's just the it's <laughs> like I always I repeat shit from uh Always Sunny. I constantly repeat that thing, uh, the line where it's the it's the episode about uh, global warming mm-hmm. uh, where Glenn Howerton, uh, Dennis just watched uh, uh, what's it called the Al Gore movie. Yeah, uh, Inconvenient in, in, Truth. Yeah, Inconvenient Truth. And he's like keeps talking about it, and then Charlie comes up and he goes, "You still harping on that global heating movie?" And he goes, "It's global warming, Charlie." He goes, "Yeah, like the Earth is magically getting hotter," <laughs> yeah. and it's so funny, <laughs> but it's not like a joke. It's just fuck. I don't know. It's just like a regular Charlie moment, and it just glossed over yeah it's like yeah. something that you, like a person would say and yeah. it's just so perfect um 
But yeah, well, I went for, and then I didn't. I was like, I went to school for film. Oh really? Um, and then I was like, oh, I always wanted to do stand up, but I was mm. like, deadly afraid of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the first time I did it was I like senior year. There was a comedy class. Okay. Uh, and I was and and the first. Uh, half was uh, improv and the second half was stand up and you had to do like a class show at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, all right, this will force me to do it. Right. Okay. And then I did it. Yeah. So you had it like on your mind. You were just too scared to like go out and try it. Yeah. I was like, it was on my mind, but I was like, well, like that, that thing clicked when I was 12, but then I was like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, how do you even do that? Like, how do right, you even right. get there? Yeah. It's very intangible. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know how you started. I didn't know like about open mics and mm-hmm. shit. And then in college, yeah, it was it was a clear way to perform. Yeah, and I was like, I'll, I'll have to do it for class. Right. And yeah, where'd you go to school? Sarah Lawrence. Where's that? It's uh, in Bronxville, uh, which is Yonkers. Okay. <laughs> they say Bronxville because it sounds nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's is Yonkers. Uh, what? In my mind, if you say something with Bronx in it, yeah. I'm gonna assume it's like. Bronx, but like Yonkers, I'm like that sounds like a nice place. <laughs> as, a, as a transplant, I'm Where are like, you from? I'm from Denver. Oh, you're from Denver. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like when you say Yonkers, I'm always like, okay, like Tyler the Creator has that one song, and like <laughs> it's not in the Bronx, and anything above the Bronx is probably nice. Yeah, then you're yeah. Upstate, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Upstate's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's it's like Bronxville, Yonkers, the Bronx. Okay. Like that's like how it goes. Like Bronxville's nice. Yonkers people don't uh, but my my like parents, my dad's from Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh and my mom grew up in Yonkers and my dad came over when he was eight. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. they went to the same high school. So I ended up going to school like next to the hospital I, I was born in. Whoa. Um but also Sarah Lawrence is like Across the street from that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's right next to that hospital. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it is down the street from the hospital. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh Sarah Lawrence is like a, it used to be an all-woman school. Okay. So usually when I say Sarah Lawrence, people are like, if they know the place, they're like, uh, oh, is like, I thought that was an all-girls school. You were the first one? No, no. no. (laughs) I wish, dude. That would be sick. (laughs) No, but honestly, it's funny. I'm glad. It's good when no one knows about the school. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, recently, I started becoming good friends with somebody. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said I went to Sarah Lawrence. And she was like, isn't that all-girls school? And I was like, bro. You're like a funny person. Why would you say it? that? Sucked, dude. <laughs> she goes, I wasn't joking. I was like, Yeah, but how would I have been there? Yeah. <laughs> it's better when people uh, don't know about the school because then you uh, don't have an opportunity to gaslight them. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always, yeah, it's because, yeah. No, I just said I went there. That's how I yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm not, as far as I know, I'm not. She's like, What were you, the janitor? Your maintenance? <laughs> yeah, like- yeah. What do you think I'm li- but that's the thing, too, is I could be lying. I lie. I, I I I do very uh small jokes where yeah. I'm just saying something that's not true. Yeah. Until someone believes it. And what, then what's go. your favorite bit? Do you have a returning bit that you go to? Uh I used to oh, every time a song was on, I was like, my dad wrote this. Mm. Which is like so dumb. People take that one seriously? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you ever get anybody with that? I mean uh, yeah. Well, so if someone doesn't know me, yeah, they'll, they'll, they might be like, Oh, really? And I'll be like, No. <laughs> Like that's how long it lasts. Yeah, I just want someone. Yeah, just someone to believe in it for a moment. Yeah, I Uh, talked about this. uh, I had Tina Sieben on. We were talking about like conversational bits, you know, like these trolling things. I like to ask people what, like, what, like they'll say like something normal. I'm like, what, like, but it's that, and then like they'll explain it to me. (laughs) I do that. And it's like it's it's 
it's kind of fucked up because it's funny for me. I'm not laughing. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. They think I'm an idiot. Yeah, and yeah. And I'm yeah. like, all right, I just dug myself a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do like I'll do that where I pretend to be confused. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do a thing where um I mean I'll, I'll just like anything someone says, I'm like, bro, that's really racist. I do that constantly. <laughs> but it could be nothing. <laughs> yeah. Could be, I could be that. You say, yeah, I that. go, that's kind of racist. I say, I say, uh, I think Yonkers is nice compared to the Bronx in my brain. <laughs> yeah, like, <I> got- <laughs> that's racist. I could have nailed you that. That's racist as fuck, dude. So, Ooh, you might want to cut that part out. <laughs> There's no cuts in this show. Uh, <laughs> unless someone like ha- has to run to the bathroom. But we're trying not to do that. Um, so you're in college for film. Yeah. I was going to say, because like uh, a college having a stand-up class, that's yeah. unusual, it seems like. Like most college will have an improv team or a stand-up club. Yeah. But not like a class. So you got like, you got credits. They were like, if you don't take the stand-up class, you don't walk. Was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. And I was behind on credits. I lost some credits because uh, I had a period where I just w- didn't go to class. Nice. The closer I got to campus, the more I wouldn't go to class. Didn't and, make any sense. And you were right there. You lived right there? I, 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 well, what happened was I lived a half hour away. Oh, okay. Uh, so I commuted the first year, and then I would go to class all the time. Then I got an on-campus uh, or an off-campus apartment. Mm. So I was like right next to campus. Yeah. Never went to class. <laughs> then I moved to the city with my brother. Always went to class. So mm. something about prox. I, I do that now. Like I live in Queens, uh, but I never do. I rarely do comedy in Queens. That was one thing because you came from Astoria today. And I was like, how is he always at Brooklyn? Shit? It takes <laughs> it takes so fucking long to get there. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Something about the distance. uh makes me commit more to it it's like having a home gym versus going to a gym exactly it's like when you make when you set aside the time and the yeah. commute you make it happen but yeah. if it's just there all the time you're like oh, whatever yeah yeah it feels weird i don't want to like i don't know i have something about like doing a show or a mic and then walking down the street feels yeah. we- feels yeah. bad to me <laughs> you know like what if it goes real shitty and then i'm like all right and people see me walk into my bar like i don't want to do that <laughs> Fucking weird. I want to go on the train and think, you know? Yeah. Dude, bombing a show in your neighborhood and then not being able to show your face. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to bomb at home. Yeah. I also love, for me, in, like, comedy shows, I love when I have to travel, like, just, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And get, like, a nice, like, I'm going to listen to some music. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah. in the zone and grab, like, a snack. And, yeah. like, really... You know, getting that like Eminem lose yourself mindset. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. Repeat the word jokes in your head. Yeah, exactly. Really talk it out in your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like, and uh, you know, actually prepare. It's good. Yeah, it's good to prepare. <laughs> it's good to prepare. Yeah, I'm starting to. I'm starting to. I'm starting to be. I'm starting. I'm trying to uh, balance it now. Where like, I want to. I like to be prepared. Mm-hmm. But but now I've like become a little more comfortable. Where I'm like, ah, eh, let's not. Maybe I don't know exactly what bits I'm going to do. <laughs> like, I know I know the ones that work, and I'll, you know, do you have, I'll piece it together. Do you just do, like, a bulleted list of, like, like here's the five things I want to do in order? Or do you do, like, I, I kind of want to do this one at some point, this one at some point, this one. Like, what does that look like for you? I usually, I usually, I have, like, a bunch of notes in my phone that say, just say set. And mm-hmm. it's usually, like, right before something. Uh, or, like, on the way to something. Yeah. Um, I'll do, I'll write set. I'll be thinking about what bits to do, and then I'll write set, and then I'll write the order of them. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I'll just, it's just like bullets of like the three words that make me remember what the right. bit is. Pretty much the same. Yeah. I feel like that's the 
easiest way to do it. I don't know. I want to be a guy who uh, who goes up with no plan and still ends up at the bits. <laughs> I, I feel like the whole thing about writing the like the set list down is to not not so you remember the order that the jokes happen, just so you can remember what jokes you actually have. Like there's yes, something about yeah. like when you fully don't have a plan, like I can do a 20 minute set if I prepare, mm. but if I just walk on stage, I'm like, oh yeah, what what are my jokes? Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's like I have to make a mental note to be like, write that down in there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I find if I don't do that, yeah, I, I like lose pieces of bits. Mm -hmm. Oh, losing a piece, dude. You watch the tape, you watch the tape back later and you're like, I fucking forgot the thing. Yeah, I forgot that line. That was <laughs> yeah. the whole line. That was yeah. I was working towards that line. Devastating. Yeah. Devastating. I hate it. Yeah. So you're you're ditching uh your women's college and <laughs> I'm ditching my women's college you're, for you're... <laughs> <laughs> So first man at the school, he's 12 years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's going, you guys ever heard of Dane Cook? Yeah. <laughs> Dane Cook and Louis CK yeah. at this Legends. liberal arts school. <laughs> so you do so your your stand up class is half improv half stand up. What's it like doing the improv class half before you get to stand up? Do you know about improv at all when I you're taking that class? I know about improv because um my all, a bunch of my friends did improv. Nice. Uh and they one of them I was like in my first it was a first year studies course it called mm -hmm. uh, it's called. It's like every uh, uh freshman has to take a first year studies. Mm -hmm. And one of the kids in my class I became friends with and he was a comedian and he was on the improv team like almost the entire time he was at uh, Sarah Lawrence. Yeah. And he kept telling me to audition, mm -hmm. but I never did because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to not get it. And then I don't like this guy now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I also heard that they asked people to do it. Yeah. And then they wouldn't get it. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> I also don't know if I want to do improv. Right, know? right. Um, so then I, uh, senior year, I met a friend of his, like his best friend, uh, who now is like one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, they all did improv. So when I started the improv class, uh, I hung out with them more. And then I had, I had like a, I had like a, a, like a rose colored glasses view of, uh, of improv because nice. Because they they were like, hey, we need an extra car to take us to uh, Harvard to do like this this improv show. Yeah, I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. And then I drove them, and I became closer with them. But also, they like went to Harvard and they like crushed. And I was, yeah, it was my first time seeing improv. And you're like, that's amazing. I was like, this is really good. <laughs> but then they won like some sort of national college thing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, they're really good at it. Yeah, yeah. And then I would go and see their shows in the city uh, after college, uh, but like they would be with other people. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, not, it's not all great. <laughs> <laughs> Some of this is really bad. Yeah, I feel like improv, the first time, I was, I took an improv class yeah. before I even knew anything or had been to a show. Yeah. And for UCB, it's like, you have to go see the shows to graduate the, the past class, right? I go to my first show with my buddy Connor, who I run the studio with, oh, right? Cool. So we oh, meet, yeah. we go to the improv show and they're doing the warm up, right? Where they do the free association at the beginning. And I just like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I look and I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Like, <laughs> Am I supposed to laugh? Is this supposed to be good? And then I was like, oh, so improv is like 60% lukewarm, 30% funny, and then like the 10% like actually like really fucking funny. Yeah. But most of it is like trying to figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also here's the thing about that is like, I, 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 feel, I hear a lot of people shit on improv and I'm like, yeah, but stand-up can be real fucking bad, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like bad improv, because like my brother will say this. He's like, yeah, bad improv is much worse than bad stand-up. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Tell it to the people at the Tiny Cupboard 10 p.m. show I hosted <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with bad stand-up, 
with bad improv, you're like, I hate, I hate this. Mm-hmm. With bad stand-up, I'm like, this guy might shoot me. <laughs> this guy might shoot me, man. This guy's having a bad time. Yeah, right. Yeah. I like uh when I saw you last, it was at uh Warm Apple Pie, great comedy Hell show. Yeah. Dude, that day was like the end of my rope. Like I was like <laughs> tired. I was sick and everything. And then I went bullet and I was like, thank God it's only comedians here. And most of them I know because I'm, I'm really going to phone it in on this one. <laughs> it was fun though. It was super fun. It was a good show. It was yeah. a good time. I was just like, you know, when you're so sick, yeah, you just yeah, can't yeah. even think. And you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. My uh, my wife farts a lot when she's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got on stage. You're like, I don't even want to exist right now. Yeah. Let alone say jokes. It's good to get the, the bad ones out of there, though, sometimes. It's like, oh, I got I cleansed one from my spirit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time I'll do okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's good to, sometimes it's good to just go, I'm not going to do good. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I want to be a person. I don't have it in me yet, but I want to be booked enough that I can recognize when I'm having a bad day. And be like, I'm really sorry, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't do this show tonight. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd love to be able to say no to things, but I'm at the point in my stand up where it's like, if you give me anything, I want it. I'll say yes. <laughs> yeah. and I'll go. I'll try my best. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm at that. Oh, yeah. I'm at the stage where I'm like, it's an audience. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no matter what the audience is, it's an audience. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So you're doing improv. So you. Did you enjoy the improv portion of your class? I I I did like it when I was with people who I liked. Yeah. But I found out cuz also I I've done a lot I've done like uh I've done like in in high school I would do sketches. Oh really? Uh, okay. Like I would do I did I did this like character that was my high school uh football coach. Okay. Um <laughs> and that was all improv- improvised. Yeah. So like, I always liked doing like, and I I did sketches like like real bad sketches in like uh, uh, middle school with a friend, and those were all improvised. Mm-hmm. Um. So I like I had I love to do that. Yeah. But then I realized when I was doing it in a class with people, I was like, oh, I only like doing this if I like the people. Right. Because people would always like take the scene somewhere that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Or they would Felt like, that. yeah, or, or like I would try and take it somewhere and they kept changing it away from what I was doing. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, also I, and it's interesting because improvise, I've talked to improvisers who I think are very funny and they're always like, oh, I'm afraid of stand up because it's just me up there. Yeah. But I feel the opposite. Yep. I feel like, well, it's just me. So it's all on me. So if I do poorly, at least only I'm doing poorly. But if yeah. I fuck up an improv scene, I just fucked everyone over, you know? Yep. I feel like that's way worse. And you also, like, you're right, like, having those, like, personality matches. And, like, yeah. you're going to, I feel like if a scene goes bad, not only you stand up, you just get to blame yourself. Yeah. Improv, there's, like, a tiny little piece of resentment. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That you have and that, like, and they have. They're like, yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah. Also, like, the 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 way into improv, the way into stand up. I'd rather do an open mic uh, stand up than fucking an improv jam, dude. I want to. I fuck it. I don't know how anyone does an improv jam. <laughs> I want to kill myself thinking about that. I've never done one. I always ask my friends. They and they're like, it's awful. <laughs> like improvisers <laughs> who are very good. They're like, yeah, they suck. Damn, there's gotta be a better way to do that. Yeah, and also maybe it's like maybe there's some good ones. Well, because also people a lot of stand ups will be like, uh, you know, open mics suck, and it's like, yeah, they're ones who they're ones that suck, but they're ones that are fun. You know? Yeah, yeah. I want to go to like the like I want to know what the 
what the improvised improv community thinks is like the best like yeah. jam in the city. Yeah. You know? And we go and then and we, we fucking go. hate it. Yeah. <laughs> we go, and this is not for us. And then every time someone makes a scene decision, all the stand-ups go, hack. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> improv sucks. <laughs> so you're you're learning you don't like people in your improv class, but then the stand-up portion starts. Yeah, well, the stand-up portion starts and uh there was like this, my teacher kept calling it the ring of fire. I don't know what the fuck. The, okay. She kept calling it the ring of fire. Like it was like something that everyone knew in stand up. Okay. But I, to this day, will say, do you guys know what the ring of fire is? And everyone's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> okay. What's the ring of fire? She was like, everyone's going to do uh, the ring of fire, which is going to be uh, like, I'm going to pick out people randomly. And over the course of uh, the next few classes, like people are going to go up and uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to have you get off the stage until you get like enough laughs where it feels like you're doing well. I kind of love it. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was great. It's a great idea. Yeah. But I, the ring of fire annoyed the, no, stop, yeah. stop calling it. Stop pretending like it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You made this up. <laughs> so, uh, like the first class people went up, second class people went up and I still wasn't going up mm -hmm. and I was, and then it became the last class where like only a few people could go. And uh, that class, for whatever reason, like, the night before, I was, like, not writing an essay I was supposed to write. Mm -hmm. And just, like, watching, like, Howard Stern, old Howard Stern clips <laughs> with, like, Sharon Osbourne, like, yeah, yelling yeah. at the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> and then I ended up, like, staying up too late and, like, not doing the essay. So I was like, fuck it, I'll skip the class with the essay and I'll just go to the comedy class. And I ended up oversleeping. <laughs> and then... I was in the city, yeah. so when you are late in the city, you just have to accept that you're late because mm -hmm. you you got to get the next train. Yeah. So I showed up an hour late to the comedy class, and people, uh, I still wasn't called, and and I ended up being called last, and I get up on stage, and I go, uh, I go, hey, how's it going? I go, I'm so late, I'm extremely late. And then people start laughing, and my teacher's laughing. I go, she's laughing, but she's like, nah, yeah, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and I just started talking about that. How I was watching yeah. uh, Howard Stern. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, I said, I said, you ever like, you ever, yeah, you ever over oversleep because you're staying up not doing the essay you're supposed to do. And I was just doing that, and it was going really well. And then she called me off pretty early, and then uh, that was like a moment where I was like, oh. I this is something I could probably do. Yeah. Um. And then the next two classes, I ate shit. Nice. <laughs> Came in prepared. Yeah. Fucking ate shit. <laughs> you had that that first set was like that emotionally charged like riff yeah. set. Yeah. That always crushes. And then the next two, you're like, I gotta write a joke, and they're all bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because and then you learn like I feel like all of my standup has been like trying to get back to that because mm -hmm. like that was that was the most like that was me being myself on stage. Right. And then, yeah, once I start, I didn't know how to write jokes. So once I started writing jokes, I didn't know how to write it as I actually talk. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I was just eating shit. And that, and now I feel like I get close. I'm getting closer and closer to like, like people, a compliment that I like that some other people might be like, don't say that, is uh, people will be like, it sounds like you're just talking. Yeah. yeah. When you're on stage. And like, that's what I'm trying. That's what I want to do. I want yeah. to seem casual. Nice. Yeah. We're kind of in the same boat. Hell yeah. That. I'm like, all my written jokes. I'm like, whatever, you know? Yeah, but like, yeah. When I actually get on like a tear with like a rift or, riff or some crowd work, I'm like, that's me. That's who yeah. I actually am. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And they, I feel like people, like, they can tell. They can yeah. tell when you're like reciting a joke. Totally. And when you're like 
doing something in the moment. Yes. Yeah. I've been trying to like leave like breathing room in my jokes because I I can you can tell when they're you're kind of losing yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. And at those moments, I'm trying to add extra things to like call in the crowd yeah. or like address the room or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's challenging. Yeah. Getting those like emotions back, like when you really feel like, oh, I'm really feeling this bit. I got this to say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. And it's hard to, it's hard to like, uh, it's hard to like, it's hard to make a joke feel new every time you're doing it. Yeah. Cause that's the thing too. It's like, it's, it's a lot of it is energy. And if, yeah, you'll do a bit and you'll feel very passionate and they'll do the same bit again, but you'll just be a little bit off. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, everyone's just looking at you crooked. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, it's so delicate. Like I, like I have bits that will just like absolutely murder sometimes. And then like, a few months later, I would like think about doing that bit, and I'm like, "Oh, I can't do that." Like, yeah, I, yeah. I do not have the spiritual energy for that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse than like going up and being like, oh, "I don't feel like doing this, so I'm gonna do stuff that I know works," and then it doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's the worst feeling ever. I literally this week I realized like I'm not this week. Maybe for the next like week or two, I'm not in show mode. I'm like fully yeah. open mic mode. I have nothing I want to say or I'm excited about. And yeah. I have things I got to figure out before I can take them anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But if you book me on a show right now, everything I say is going to be kind of like, I'm going to feel lukewarm. About it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not good. <laughs> and you heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, if, if you're within two weeks of November 19th, maybe watch yourself. Uh, after that, book me all you want. Uh, <laughs> So you're you graduate? Uh, I'm guessing um, they w an Wait, on, yeah, honorary yeah, yeah, woman. I, I graduated know. late. Yeah, honorary woman. Yeah, <laughs> they knight you. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you graduate. Uh, you have the stand up class. So that the seed has been planted. Yeah, you, yeah. You bomb a couple times. Yeah. Do you kind of figure it out a little bit more by the end of the class? Like, how long is this class? Like a semester, a quarter? It's or? a it's a semester. It's mm-hmm. half the year. That's a okay. semester, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, by the end of the class. Uh, also, my teacher, my teacher fucking, my teacher would, would get mad at me because every week I would try new stuff. Uh, and she's like, no, you have to like, be, you have to do, you have to be honing one set. And I was like, well, I'm trying to find out all the bits that are good. It's way too early to tell someone to like stick to one thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, I was like, that stuff didn't work. So I'm yeah. going to try and, and then also she was like wanting me to do the stuff I riffed the first class. And I was like, yeah, but that was like, so in the moment. Yeah. But I ended up using part of it uh, in the first from the first class. But yeah, she ended up like being like, "You got to write down word for word what your set's gonna be." But I kind of just ignored her. Yeah, good call. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> until I had like the right bits. Right, right. Uh, and then by the time I we reached the end of the class, I had like a pretty decent set. Mm-hmm. Um, and my teacher was like, "There was a weird thing where like, my teacher kept tell- telling the women in the class to like do less sex jokes." Okay. And then I added a dick joke and I was like, oh, I know you said we should probably do less uh, sex jokes. So I, like, should I not do the dick joke? She mm. goes, no, yours is very funny. And I was like, what is this? What's going on? What's going on there? I'll tell you what. You can listen to Ruth Allen's episode of this podcast. <laughs> we go into great depth about that. <laughs> but luckily everyone ignored her. Nice. And also a lot of the jokes were funny. It's just weird because you're at a liberal arts school. That's yeah. Suppo- that that is so female centric that people think it's people think I didn't go there, even though I said I went there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy to have like the teacher of the comedy class who's a woman being like, you guys can't, you guys can't be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So my takeaway from this professor is yeah. like, I love this, uh, 
thing that I will refuse to call ring of fire. <laughs> I love that exercise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then everything she seems to have said has been the exact opposite of the advice you should get Dude, in the beginning. <laughs> and also, okay. So, and then, so yeah, she was like, she was like, uh, you got to write it word for word. So by the end of the class, um, I ended up hosting one of the shows or mm. like hosting half of it. Yeah. And there was this person in the front who I, I was friends with and who was like the meanest, had the worst like, uh, like, like fuck you face of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, just like cold as ice. And she's sitting in the front and I'm watching her not laugh <laughs> at a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, and she laughed at my set, but I was like, what are you doing, bro? You're making everyone feel bad. So when it was my turn to host, I was like, does anyone know uh, Izzy? Uh, and people like clapped and were like confused. I was like, give it up. Uh, she's got one of the meanest faces I've ever seen in my life. And she chose to sit right up front, dude. <laughs> and then everyone was laughing. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, I was like, she's laughing, but she's going to fucking stab me, dude. I'm going to die tonight. <laughs> um, and I kept like just riffing and having fun. And, uh, and then my teacher, we got our grades back and everyone got like an A. Yeah. Like, everyone like did great. And I got a B. What? And in the evaluation, it said Jake. Jake took. Uh, uh, Jake made. Uh, took large risks, improvisational risks that largely paid off. Uh, but you were supposed to have a set. That was word for word that you repeated every time. <laughs> so she's like, "You did well, but it's not what I told you to do." That makes me so mad. Yeah. That makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah. And then also, me and a friend uh, wanted to keep doing comedy, and we're like, "Oh, like, do you know like any suggestions of where we should go and all this?" And she goes. I don't know. Maybe she goes, stand, stand up's like a very hard life. And I was like, bro, what are you doing? Dude? <laughs> Who are you? None of this adds up. No. No, no. <laughs> she started so sick. Taking uh, an improv- improvisational risk that pays off is an A plus. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> yeah. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. I don't know. She doesn't even know. She doesn't even know. Like she's she's not even like, oh, <laughs> check out op- some open mics. There's got to be an open mic around here. None of that. Yeah. She didn't say anything. I was like, well, I was like, I'm living in the city. Do you know anything? And she's like, oh, I, yeah, I don't know. But it's it's rough out there. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Jake, is it rough out there? Sometimes. Sometimes. But mostly <laughs> it's chill. <laughs> it's pretty chill, yeah. dude. I have fun, dude. When I go to a, an open mic, I have a good time. Yeah. It's like most of stand-up, I feel like the hard part is being like, Oh, how am I going to make it? How am I going to get paid? How is this going to be a thing? Yeah. But that's like 10% of it where 90% of it is like hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Doing funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The hard, the hardest thing is when you first are doing it and you're not great. Yeah. And you're doing bad and you don't know people. Yeah. But you just tough that out and then eventually you start getting better and people don't, a lot of people who are afraid of doing it, I always go, people don't remember you until you're, people only know you if you do super bad or super good. Yeah. So a lot of times you're okay. Yeah. And then people start to know you once you're doing well. Yeah. And then they're they don't even remember when you were doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember some people who did badly, but badly, they're, they're yeah. better now. There you go. Exactly. And that's just growth. Like <laughs> exactly. But the the uh, also the key to that is consistency. Because if yes. I didn't see those people around and yeah. s- observe their growth, if you were just bad and then you disappeared, that's I'd be like, true. That one person sucked. If yeah. they were in another scene, I'd be like, Oh, they moved there. Oh, well, they suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they stick around, it's like, Oh, I saw them get good. We're good. Yeah. yeah. And then you get to the point where like uh, enough people, you know that enough people think you're funny. Yeah. That like if you do bad, you're like, that's fine. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the most part. Every once in a while, you know, you, you get invited to a show where you know nobody, and you're like, I gotta impress, and then <laughs> True. it doesn't work, and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I did that recently. Uh, I, yeah, I bombed on something where I was like, 
they don't know. They don't know that I, I, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Like, best sets of my life have been for, like, like oh, there's five comedians in the back. Yeah, so yeah. So those five people know I'm funny. Yeah. Everyone else? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Everyone else is like, he isn't. He's, yeah. <laughs> That's a bad feeling. It's not, yeah. It's rough when, like, I had, a, I had a set recently where, like, I, the crowd did not like my jokes. Mm-hmm. But they liked me, and it was yeah. very confusing to me. Because, like, I do uh, – yeah. I, I, like, laugh on stage yeah. during my jokes. And they would – they laughed when I laughed. Like, they were, like – they were, like – and they, they 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 just didn't like the subjects, I guess. I don't know. That's but interesting. I, I was very confused. That's wild. Okay, so I also laugh on stage. Yeah. I noticed that you do that, like, that you just mentioned. No one has ever laughed at me laughing at one of my own jokes on stage. <laughs> <laughs> There's usually like a, just like a, like, okay. All right. I literally, they, they were, they, like during jokes that weren't working, they would laugh. It was like I, I, I really had them in the beginning, then I lost them, then I got them, then I just lost them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, literally, like when I was, la- like, I would laugh through the sets, through the bits that were bombing, and they, would laugh when I was laughing and I saw them smiling but not laughing and then I heard one guy go like yo this guy doesn't fucking give a shit like he doesn't this guy doesn't care at all he's laughing at his own jokes and I was like what's going on here <laughs> you're on my side but you aren't <laughs> and you get off stage and another comedian's like dude you crushed it and you're like what the fuck <laughs> what is that <laughs> no I just kept my composure and then at the end uh, somebody's like manager was there and he was like good job man as if to be like you didn't you didn't let it get you. Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't unravel in front of me. I had a, uh, oh, today, even on the train here, I was riding with uh, Lee, my wife, and she was like, she goes, um, yeah, I did this show, and like, I felt like the, these people in the front, they were just making a face at me. Like, she was like, what do you do when you do like that happens? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and every time that's happened, I've like stopped the show and been like, you good? Like, <laughs> you got a problem? Are we all right? And I just do crowd work with those two people until they start smiling again. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't pay off. But yeah, sometimes they just hate you. Sometimes they hate you. Sometimes <laughs> you're like, why are you at a comedy show? Yeah. You can leave at any moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you uh, graduate college. You're like, where do we go for stand up? And she's like, you know, just quit. And then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You what, what's your do you start stand up seriously after that or are like after college? No, or? I waited. I waited like uh, I waited like uh, I think I waited a year to do it again. What year did you graduate? I graduated 2015. Okay, work. Uh, so I was like 22. Okay. And I think the next time I did it, I was like 23. Okay. Um, And then I did it like once or twice. Uh, I think I did it once and it went well. And then I did it again and it went bad. And then I stopped. And then I didn't do it for a while again. And then like... And then like I would, I would, ra- I would randomly do it like once mm. or twice. Also, I knew I had friends who were comics... And, like, they would, like, throw me on a show that I shouldn't have been on sometimes. <laughs> uh, but then when I was 25, yeah, that was when I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. For real. Uh, yeah, and that's when I started the podcast, and that's when I started doing a monthly show with a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when I was, like, doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pandemic happened, and I was like, god damn it. So where were you pre-pandemic? Like, were you, are you, like, Manhattan? Are you I was Queens? more, I was, I was more, I was doing Brooklyn. Okay. Um, okay. but, uh, yeah, I was doing Brooklyn stuff. And then, uh, I start with my first mic was in Manhattan. My first, okay. I feel like everyone's first mics are in Manhattan. Um, maybe not everybody, but like, I feel like a lot of people go to Manhattan and then they're like, uh, 
sometimes it's great and then sometimes it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started, yeah. Then I, my, a lot of my friends were in Brooklyn, so okay. I was like, "Fuck, I'll tr- I'll try going there." Well, Mike, what places were you going back then? This is all pre-pandemic. Uh, my first mic was like Laughing Buddha. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's what everyone says. <laughs> it was like Laughing Buddha. Uh, uh, did I? Get, I, f- I feel like I went to the Pair once or twice. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, oh, the Pit, I'll go to a lot. Oh, okay. the Attic. <laughs> I went not I, a lot, but I would go to the attic. I only went there one time. Oh, really? I, yeah, I was mostly like doing a lot of stuff in like Brooklyn, a lot of village mics. Okay, pre-pandemic, okay. but then I wised up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we went to the we went to the pit, uh, the little the the attic the room attic, one time. Yeah. I'm like, this is like the a terrible room for comedy. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, it might be a good room for comedy because it's intimate, but that space is like a Lovecraftian shape where n- nothing fits yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. all wrong. Yeah. And I was like not like doing it consistently enough or not good enough to like be able to go into a room like that and uh, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I would just go in there and do bad. Yeah. Or sometimes I would do good, uh, but it felt like it was just because the right people were in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, that, so then uh, started the podcast, started this monthly show, did it for a year. Uh, pandemic happened, and then when pandemic, when pandemic, like when pe- when mics started happening again, mm-hmm. I just started like doing it constantly. Were you outside in 2020, or did you start up back up and like start back up when uh, when inside stuff started happening? Okay, like yeah. so, like 2021, 2021, spring. yeah, yeah, gotcha. Pro spring, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Okay, that's the the vaccine spring. Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, once the once the vaccines came out, yeah. I was like, all right, let's do this shit. There was so many people. Like, I I was outside at 2020, like tons of outdoor stuff. Yeah, had, had a blast. Yeah, when the vaccine came out. Before that, in 2020, I was like, there's only 300 comments. That's it. And yeah. we all, most of us know each other by now, and yeah. we're, like, having a good time. Then the vaccine came out, and it's like, okay, there's 2 million comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's 3,000 of these yeah, motherfuckers. So many. And, like, uh, a lot of, I mean, the vaccine was, like, a huge wave of people that started. Yeah. I don't know what it was about COVID and 2020, but, like, everyone was like, now's the time. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But... That's cool that you were doing it before. How did you feel about your first year of stand-up before the pandemic started? Did you feel like you had gotten significantly better? Were you kind of figuring it out? Or I felt like, uh, yeah, I felt like I was getting better. There was, like, clear improvement. Because people would uh, come to the show, and, and they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, you're, like, you're getting better at this. Nice. Uh, and then it was like, I think the, the podcast... I, I started realizing, like, oh, the podcast is making me better mm-hmm. because, uh, like I was saying to you, like, you get to see yourself. Yeah. And I, I started to, like, have, I, I guess it's similar to, like, when you film a set. Mm-hmm. You're way more aware of, like, how you're coming off. Yes. And how you're, like, because before the podcast, I didn't know when I said things, I didn't know, like, how I looked. I didn't know how I wanted mm-hmm. to look. I didn't know how I wanted to sound. And then I watched the podcast at back and I'd be like, oh. Like, that's how I want to sound. That's how I want to mm, come off. Yeah. Um. And so I, I kind of figured out more, like, how I was coming off. And it I, it, I think it made me improve a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, yeah. And then I started, then I, I mean, now I, f- I feel, I feel good now. I feel like, yeah. I, I feel like there's tangible improvement, you know? Yeah. Oh, to- yeah. totally. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like first years for everybody, like, 
you get so much better so quick. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I'm, I've been making clips this week for the first time. Like, I sure. have, I've not made any stand up or roast clips to this point. And I'm like, I got to start, you know, so I'm doing it. Yeah. I look back at a set that I did in like spring 2021. So that's like two and a half years of me doing stand up. Yeah. I thought it was a good tape. And then I watched it back. I was like, yo, I was bad. <laughs> I was so much worse than I am now. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, uh, uh, and that was why the podcast was good because I was like, I never wanted to film my stand up because I was like, I'm definitely gonna, this might just discourage me <laughs> if, I, if I watch this back. I might be like, I fucking suck at this. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, no one's gonna really listen to the podcast. Right. So it'll just be me like talking. Yeah. And that's why I called it talking to myself because I was like, it's literally what it is. I was like, if no one listens to it, I'm right. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. That's what I, that's what I said I was gonna do. I, um, yeah. for my first year before I moved to New York City, I video recorded every set I did. Damn, that's crazy. And I would force myself to watch oh, them. Oh my God, that's rough. Brutal, dude. Oh my God. There was like, well, there was like kind of like this double-edged sword of it where it's like, okay, when I do well, it's nice to see like what kind of worked and like what's good. But when I, when I would do badly also, like there'd be times it's like, oh, I did, I, I would feel really bad. Yeah. And I'd be like, fuck. And I like I had like, I gotta watch this tape. Yeah. And then I'd watch it and be like, oh, they actually did laugh at some stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. just like the room was weird or something. So it wasn't a total bomb. But like the pain, like when you just bomb awfully and then you're like, I have to, I'm gonna on the drive home, I'm gonna watch this tape. <laughs> that like emotional torment. Like yeah, I didn't feel free from my bomb until I watched the tape. And yeah, it was yeah. like I'm absolved, you know. <laughs> Rough. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should try that. <laughs> it's I think I think everyone should do it. Like it's kind of similar reasons that you did the, the podcast yeah. thing. Early on I found it helped me a lot with my stage like posture. Yeah. And being like, oh, how am I like where am I looking when I deliver jokes? How am I interacting with people? Like how much am I moving? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And even now it's like when I watch uh roast clips from me, I'm like, I'm still new to roasting. I've sure. been doing it for like, you know, just like probably just about a year. Yeah. Like maybe six or seven battles un under my belt. But I'm like, oh, I pace too much when I'm roasting because I'm like nervous. I'm like moving my body yeah, kind of answer. Yeah. I was like, okay, next roast, I'm gonna try to lock that down and try yeah. to, yeah, just like little things. Because when you're early, like when you first start, people don't know how fucking weird they hold microphones yes. or they stand. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about this last night with somebody. Yeah. Of like, yeah, there was somebody holding the mic in a way where I was like, stop doing that, man. Stop. <laughs> it's making all of us uncomfortable. What were they doing? <laughs> they were holding it like they were like rapping kind of oh. <laughs> like they were holding it <laughs> too aggressively yeah, yeah 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 just like real aggressive and like i don't know like yeah i, I told know. i told a dude at my mic uh a couple weeks ago he's like newer and i was i was nice about it but i was still like i i got up after him and i was like dude you got to pull the mic away from your mouth we can't understand yeah any of your punchlines yeah way too loud <laughs> yeah yeah and then, yeah, one of the markers of me being like, all right, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm getting better was I uh, watched a tape and I was holding the mic how I want to hold the mic. How do you want to hold the mic? I like holding it at the bottom. Like I was instinctively holding it in the way that I like thought I would be holding it because for a while I would just grip it. Okay. Uh, but now like I seem to have like a, a consistent thing that I do with it and I gesture more. Like, I like to hold it at the bottom. Okay. Also, it's good to hold it at the bottom because, like, sometimes the the fucking wire's fucked. Yeah. And, if like, I feel like you're holding it, like, together sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't think about it anymore. Yeah. But it was just a thing of, like, you know, I, I would see how certain comedians held the mic. And I was like, oh, that's looks that's how I want to hold it. 
Are, are you like all the way down on the cable? Are you like one of these people who's like balancing it like delicately? <laughs> like, I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, okay. There's like, there's, <laughs> I, I, I do the hold from the bottom if the yeah. cable's fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, but there's some people who like, who the, the only part of the microphone's in their hand is like on their thumb. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's it could very, be. I might do that. Yeah. Pet, you might hate how I hold I the might hate you. I might hate you. <laughs> I don't know. That's very interesting because I was just like, I just, dude, I just straight up grip. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, dead center. I don't know. Well, it's one of those things where like I don't, uh, like I didn't, I didn't mind how I was holding it the before. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it like looked like awkward for me. Like I felt like it didn't make sense because mm-hmm. I feel like some people hold the mic. I don't know what's a, what's his name. It's it's one of those things where like. Uh, like I've never, I've, I, there's certain comedians who hold it a way that I wouldn't hold it, but I think it looks good. Mm. Like I like it. I don't know when people like hold the top of the mic. I hate it. And they grip the fucking part they're talking into. Yeah, that I part ha- is gross. Don't yeah, I don't like that. that. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's gross to touch, and also it's like, I just think if it, if it looks very aggressive and it feels weird. Yeah, yeah, it feels like they're about to do a voice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I went to a mic one time pre-pandemic. And I'm going to, I don't know this person's name and I've never seen this person again. So it's cool. But whoever was hosting the mic was like making his voice deeper and you could tell he was trying, but he thought he was just doing his normal voice. (laughs) It was, it was very bizarre. And he was doing that, like talk real low, way too close. Like this is so fake. It's making me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a, but it's a, you know, I, I used to. I also probably don't like it because I think maybe I would did that a couple of times mm. or like or like or I would hold it. I don't know if I grabbed the top, but I would hold it too close to the top. Oh, okay. Like my fucking thumb was like right at the. Yeah. The head of the, <laughs> the head <laughs> of the mic. <laughs> I feel like the first time I accidentally bumped my mouth on the mic oh, on the yeah. top, then I was like, I ain't touching that. <laughs> Keep that away. <laughs> yeah, that that so sometimes I still do that by accident. It yeah. just like touches my I'm like, God, I've had to bump my teeth. I'm like, how do I even get it in there? <laughs> I mean, it might be just like how my face is shaped. I got this crazy like overbite. Maybe it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Just hit yourself in the grill. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone hears the feedback. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ding. Yeah. Dude, I also pet peeve for me. I think like if I was if I taught a stand up class, yeah, yeah. I would early on be like, here's all the fucking things that can go wrong with a microphone, yeah. cable, and mic stand. Just know how to like Oh yeah. When someone's at a mic and they go up on stage and everyone has figured out how to hold the mic to make it work. Yeah. And that person either doesn't turn the mic on or just like has it where it's like off. Yeah, yeah. And someone has to be like, move the cable. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. It's no good. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah. With the turning the mic on, I, I always always fucks me up. Cause I rarely I feel like I I mean yeah, I just I feel like I'm not in a lot of scenarios where I gotta flip it on, mm. and then I always uh, I always forget, <laughs> I always forget. But th- but then the moment I talk into it and it's not on, I flip it on. Yeah, and I just I just go like I fucked already fucked up. <laughs> <It's> some <laughs> stupid shit like that. Hey, the, the the current one at the tiny cupboard blue room. Yeah, the, the way the mic stand is. It's like a big switch on the mic. So if you put it into the mic stand with the switch facing down, it turns the mic. Oh, off is that what happens time. there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when people, oh no, it it turns it on. But when you yank it out, it turns ah, it off. And okay. It's like oh, and it's not on. And it's okay. like, dude, you can hear your own voice when it's on. Turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the last time it happened to me. Was I was uh, I was doing that mic, mm. or I was doing a mic there, and definitely I definitely was my mic. 
You haven't come through to my mic. It wasn't your mic. What's your mic? 5.30 Tuesdays. You don't have time to come down at 5.30. Oh, I, can come to, I, can come I can come that. I can do it. I'll fucking pull it off. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it's way too far, way too early in the day. <laughs> I've done uh, the, what's it called one? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Matthew uh, Kutzen. Oh, you yeah. opened mic from the 70s. Matt and Jack. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That one fucking rules. Yeah, it's a great, yeah. it's a great mic, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I love them. They're some of my good friends, and like they're awesome. They're so fucking funny, dude. The the fir- I I went to their mic the first time they did it. Right, yeah. they didn't have the wheel. Then I came back because I finally had like my evenings off. Then I could come back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I had the wheel, and I was like, dude, spinning the wheel makes the mic so much more smart. Fun. Yeah, it forces people to be energized. Yeah, it's like the buck. It's like the bucket aspect. It's the same exact thing as a bucket. Yeah. Except we all chant together. <laughs> it works. Yeah, they figure it out. And they and like the the they're so good at uh being fucking characters from the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and also uh Matt Matt, uh, Matt I know because uh he went to Sarah Lawrence. He did a film program there. I used to work at this film program oh, really? in the summers. And uh yeah, I was like a supervisor for him. Oh, chill. And then I just, I saw him, I think I, I re-saw him for the first time. Uh, you were doing a show at that, somebody's somebody's apartment. Oh. You guys were all doing the show. Was it a rooftop or was it in a house? It was in a, in a like a living okay, room. Okay, it was Eric Adams' house party. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which fucking got Dobbins on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that's, now that's my birthday party for some reason. Because <laughs> fucking David Dobbins took a picture of me in front of the thing. <laughs> Now nice. that's his ultimate bit. So I fucking threw a party for him. <laughs> yeah, that one. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah, that, that's uh, those those shows. Those like shows that yeah. Alex Richards puts on are always a blast. Yeah, it's super like, fun. Yeah, it's just like weird shit, but it's also like a house party. So if yeah. everyone's there, like we're gonna party and we're gonna do jokes, the vibe is just great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you like met Matt? You saw Matt again? I re-met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh damn, it's awesome. You're out here doing comedy. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! I I met Jack in my UCB 101. That's also where I met Alex Richards. We all had the, the same improv class together. Oh hell yeah! It was crazy because when I met Jack, he was a freshman at NYU, and he's Damn. like, "Yeah, I'm doing like I want to try some stand up and stuff." And then I was talking to him the other day, and they're like, "Yeah, it's crazy because like New York or NYU doesn't have like dorms or like uh-huh. a central campus." Uh-huh. So the city is just kind of like your college experience is not traditional at all. They're yeah. like, our college experience has literally been like doing mics and shows and like comedy stuff. And That's I was like, dope. That's fucking amazing. Like, yeah. That's one hell of a head start on the comedy game. Oh, sure, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's part of the reason why I wanted to uh, uh, go to a school in the city, but I ended up not. But then I ended up living in the city, and I was like, "Where are you from? From are you from outside the city?" Uh, I'm from yeah, I'm from Westchester, New York. I'm from like 30 minutes from where my college was. Okay, uh, gotcha. I grew up in Somers, Westchester. Okay, yeah. So it's like, you know, a lot of woods, is there rivers, it's like, little cabins, how far upstate? It's like it's like uh suburb it's like rural suburban. So it's okay. like it's technically like suburbs. There's like there's like little towns that are very suburban, but then there's also like between the towns is like a ton of like like trees and there's like a horse farm, like there's a bunch of shit. Whoa, okay. An ex of mine was like I was like, "Oh, where I grew up is kind of rural." And she was and she was from um fuck do I not know? <laughs> <laughs> I think she's from New Hampshire. I think that's a rural one. But she was like, "Oh, where I grew up was rural." I was like, "It's kind of rural where I am." She's like, "Yeah, probably not." And then we were dr- I driving through my hometown, and we just were driving past this uh, horse farm, and then she, I, she just goes, "It's very quiet." She just goes, 
this is pretty rural. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, my, so like where I'm in Denver, like, so a lot of people don't, from not Denver, don't know this, but whenever someone says from, they're from the Denver area, that's as big as Connecticut. Yeah. Like that's, a, it's a very big stretch. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, like my, I'm from like the western edge of it, like northwestern corner. And my like hometown is like a suburb, but it used to be farmland. So it's just like houses, random horse farm, houses, like oh, another farm, just like, but it's not like wide open spaces. It's just yeah. like you'll, you'll be driving down the street and people will be walking their horses <laughs> on the sidewalk. It's crazy. That's tight. But definitely not rural. Cause then I'd go to rural places and then I'd be like, I cannot wait to get back to like civilization. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she was right. It was like very rural where she grew up. Uh, to the point where like I found that rural just means like everyone's house is like near each other and no one locks their doors <laughs> like that's what rural is. yeah you can just if, wander into people's properties yep yeah if you're not locking your doors it's rural we yeah yeah dude we did we straight up didn't have a key to my house for all of high school and part of college like so we just left it unlocked all the time that's wild it was fine <laughs> but that's the thing is like that's when that's why I get confused when uh I like I feel safer in a city. Yeah. Yes. Because of that reason. I'm it like moving here kind of warped me where I used to feel safer, like, oh, like, you know, you're safe when you're like camping yeah, or like kind of yeah. out in like the quiet. But now when it's like too quiet, I'm like, dude, I can't handle this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And when you have um city planners talk about this, is it's good to have businesses in your neighborhood that are open 24 hours yeah and it contributes to the safety because there's always people like coming in and out of a 24-hour gas station there's people around you know yeah it's like i don't know at night in the suburbs when it's just you like walking down the sidewalk you're like people are gonna think i'm a murderer yeah yeah (laughs) people are gonna think i'm a murderer or also like if there's a like no one no one like a lot of times you're like no one could see me right now like i'm in complete darkness yep (laughs) like if i walk somewhere in my hometown yeah it's almost like i don't exist Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. I thought I'm gonna die. I thought I'm gonna die. I sat at a cabin. I sat at a cabin with my ex uh, in Massachusetts, and it was like, yeah, this is like super fun. But then at night, I was like, this is terrifying. Yeah. No one's around. It's just me and you. Yep. And the and the people who own the place who like live in a house nearby. I don't know what the fuck that that, that that's the reason why. There have been so many like uh, Airbnb horror movies now. It's because everyone <laughs> stayed at one and was like, this is fucked. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what we're doing. Dude, I literally, I I went to Lake Michigan recently. We stayed in a cabin mm. and I was with my family and uh, Lee and we're like, it's by the lake. Okay. The front of the cabin, when you're in like the, the, the covered porch area, you can hear the water, right? Yeah. Our room was in the back of the cabin and we kept the windows open so I could hopefully hear the water at night. It was dead fucking silent. <laughs> and we found out during that week that the cabin is haunted. Oh, my God. I didn't sleep at all. Oh, my <laughs> that God. That whole week is just dead silence. And then the moment you hear a creak or a bump, you're like, it's coming to get me. <laughs> it's like 90 degrees. I'm like all the way under the covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing that move. If I can't see it, it can't see me. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Can't handle it out here, though. Love. I love a little bit of people noise, you know, yeah, yeah. a little bit. I like the cats fighting outside. I like yeah, yeah, the yeah. excitement. Yeah. <laughs> and even even here, you like at night because I stay out way too late often. Yeah. <laughs> but at night, you know, you get to be alone enough where I don't know. It's not it's nice. It's nice to be like alone, but then have a few other people around. Yeah. But also at night, it gets a little hairy because, you know. 
you have a few other people around who you're like, oh, these people are cool. But then you have a lot of people who are like, these guys aren't cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are being weird. This is getting weird out yeah, here. Dude, especially like, I mean, I used to live in uh, Crown Heights. And yeah. now I'm over here by in like Bedstuy, kind of by the tiny cupboard. Yeah, yeah. Broadway at night, dude. I'm yeah. like headphones out, hood off. I'm like, I will fucking <laughs> I'll attack anyone at any moment. Like, <laughs> do not approach me. Uh, don't ask me a question after midnight. That's my rule. <laughs> You're like the gremlin of New York City. Exactly. <laughs> for questions. <laughs> I'll multiply, dude. <laughs> when people uh when the no, when the Chris Rock slap thing happened, people were like, Oh, this what kind of precedent does this set for cops? Literally no comedian was ever worried about no. comedy. Only like people who would think, who watch Netflix specials, like what precedent does this set? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, I am, at any moment, the way they get wrong about me is any moment in New York City, I'm ready to palm strike someone's nose into their brain. Because I'm just like, you never know. Like, All right, you gotta be on edge. You gotta be alert. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I've never, I've not, I've not, I'm not worried about that. I did a heckle show uh, recently. Yeah. And I was not, somebody shouted out in the middle of my set, they were like, uh, because I started a joke and they're like, this is boring. And I just leaned forward and I was like, hey man, give it a second. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's not, no one's going to slap you. Exactly. And if they do, that's crazy. Be wild. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was an unprecedented <laughs> moment. It didn't set any precedent. Everyone was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's a one-off. It was hilarious yeah. though. I loved it. It was a great week. Uh, I thought it was awesome. Honestly, I, uh, crowd work clips are more concerning to me. Really? Because I think not that the, well, I just think that the more a friend a friend of mine uh who uh he like did a weekend at a club and he was saying that like like every night there was a couple hecklers mm -hmm. and he was saying and I I think I, I was like that makes sense that like the more that there's been crowd work clips the more like the audience is like oh I want to be oh, part of a video you know yeah interesting so like they wanna. I think I think it's just I think it encourages people to like talk mm. to shout out and it's like don't I low-key love that though <laughs> <laughs> I mean I I don't mind I, I feel like I used to uh I used to be concerned with it because I didn't know how it was coming off yeah but now I feel like I'm I'm in a place where like I can playfully tell someone to shut up yeah <laughs> so it doesn't ruin the vibe are you are you how are you standing crowd work are you a crowd worker at all I do uh if it makes sense, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And I have some bits that like uh, start with me asking the crowd some stuff, yeah, and yeah. then I go into the bit. Right. Um, I don't mind it. So if, if people do it well, I like it. Okay, because you're not like someone who's like, I don't do any crowd work. Oh no, no, no. Because no, no. I feel like people who don't do any crowd work, when hecklers start, those people like, Ugh, yeah, they yeah, tense up, you know. Yeah. No, I like like doing the heckle show was fun. Uh, I like. I mean, I like the spontaneous moment of interacting yeah. with somebody that you weren't that you didn't know was going to happen. Um, but, uh, and I like some, some crowd work clips and stuff I like, but I feel like, I don't know, there's a weird thing where people are, it feels like people are, uh, like going and doing their show and like, they literally have like a portion where they're like, like, let's get clips, mm. which is weird to me. Interesting. I wonder if the audience can detect that. I think so. I think people are watching these clips being like, uh, it's like when prank videos, Remember prank videos, yeah. dude? Remember yeah. the scourge of prank videos? Mm -hmm. And at first it was like, some of them seemed kind of real. And you're like, oh, this is cool. And then you find out like all of them are fake as fuck. Yeah. And I feel like the crowd clips is like, oh yeah, these were spontaneous fun moments. And now you're realizing like it's a little more engineered and it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. 
I can say that's interesting. I hadn't thought about it from that dimension. Because what I the other take on the crowd work clips I heard is there's two. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first one I my friend sent me this a TikTok and this person was like, <clears throat> we're seeing all these crowd work clips and all this stuff and like pretty soon comedians aren't gonna have jokes. They're just gonna do crowd work. Yeah, You're yeah, gonna yeah. show and like blah blah. And I was like, no, like that's not the case. Yeah, I don't think that's true. And the the reason why, in my opinion, was so that you post a crowd work clip because you're not burning material. Yeah, yeah. And it never happens again. Yeah. But also it's like we're comedians, so we know that. Yeah. But like the average audience member probably doesn't know that. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Could be concerning. That's an interesting angle because I'm like, dude, I love an element of chaos in a show. I love. I like it too. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. I like the crowd works. I like when like I like when uh when we have audience members are like super down and will talk the minute you like ask them a question yeah, like, right yeah. away. He gets went in on it. Yeah. But someone who's not like interrupting. That's yes. I like that too. I like I like a I like an audience that isn't afraid to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times it, <laughs> you gotta force them. You gotta make it a hang. I dude, big mistake. This is the lessons learned for the week for me. This is yeah, not yeah. the show where I do lessons learned, but that's a different <laughs> one. But like I did the I hosted the tiny cover 10 p.m. show. Uh-huh. And last few times I've hosted uh, just anywhere. I just do basically only crowd work. Yeah, maybe yeah. do some crowd work. Maybe like a little joke I have about a thing that came up or some. But all crowd work. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Usually goes great. Yeah. This show, I tried to do crowd work and it was just it just fell flat. Yeah. And like after my set, I was like, oh, I realized that everyone that was there for the ten was already there for the eight. So they stayed for more stand up. Uh, so they don't need to be warmed up. Yeah. They know where they are. They know what's going on. Yeah. You just go. They would have preferred if I had just done a set. Yeah. And it's yeah. like totally missed the vibe check on that. One, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, you gotta like, uh, you gotta, you, you gotta like be ready for like, Oh, they don't want the crowd work. I guess, I guess I gotta do my bits. Yeah. You know? What's his name? But there are people who like, I mean, I, I, there's crowd work. I really love certain crowd work. Like, I don't know. I think it's like anything in comedy. It's like mm. when people do it and it's good, I love it. And when people do it and it's like, it's like, uh, late, like, I don't know. There's, some, I don't know. I've seen crowd work with the guys like, uh, he's like, Hey man, are you, are you black? And the guy's like, nah, I'm Indian. And he's like, Oh yeah, nah, it's what I said. Right. <laughs> like that's the joke, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" But like, I don't yeah. know. I've seen um, I don't know. I've I've seen David Dobbins do like, like he's made me die. He makes me die laughing every time I see him. Yeah, and a lot of times he's just he's just riffing. He's in yes. purely a riff zone, and I think it's amazing. That's like the best shit ever. Yeah. Like when he when we first met, and he was doing like his written material, we, uh, Sasha yeah. put him on Velvet Brick, his like show back in like late 2020 yeah like maybe early 2021 and david like did one joke and like they got a big laugh and then like he started talking to someone in the crowd the rest of his sh- set was all this <laughs> riffing and crowd work and it went amazingly it was like dude you got to do that more and yeah. like the last year when we had uh two virgins like our weekly show together yeah, yeah. it just became like a crowd work like lab it was like an experiment it's like all right guys we're gonna talk to all of you (laughs) like we're gonna harass you we're gonna like do our bits and stuff but it's like we just like doubled down the riffing crowd works you're doing a show every week yeah where there's like oh there's like 10 audience maybe five audience yeah yeah you're just gonna be like fuck it let's try something new you know yeah because you got to yeah we just like honed that like crazy and (laughs) some like some of like david's best moments were on that show like fucking wild yeah he can just go into it too he just like cannot He'll just go and just not stop. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like after a while chicken out and find a stopping point. I'm like, all right, like 
pull yeah, back, yeah, yeah. Go back to the bits. Yeah, but. it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 has a, a a commitment that like like you can see him just fully commit into yeah. it. Yeah, and it's like it becomes undeniable. You have to laugh. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I, we used to do our mic together, I would when I would light him, he wouldn't see it. And afterward, the first time he didn't do it, I was like, "Yeah, man, I just like blacked out up there. I know what's going on." You know? <laughs> but it was like kind of true yeah. about him. It's like he like gets in that zone, and then he just just like fully like yeah. comedy, comedy, comedy. It's like one minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love when he breaks when he's just uh, the giggle. Yeah, when he does something because yeah, because because usually I'm agreeing when he when yeah. he giggles. I'm like, yeah, what you just said was weird. And <laughs> um, yeah, that was impre- that's impressive doing a weekly a weekly show. That seems fucking tough as hell. It's impressive uh, if you get an audience. <laughs> <laughs> we we basically started hot, and then just over the course of the year, yeah, we yeah. had we had our, we ended with like two months of every show having like three people yeah. or less. Yeah, and then the final one was my birthday show, and it was like packed, and yeah, not just yeah. with comics, but like people. Yeah, yeah. And it was like okay, so we end on a good one, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. I my my recommendation to everyone is uh, if you're a comedian, start a shitty weekly bar show because you will get so much better, so much quicker. Yeah, yeah. Because like the truth is, like when you are only performing for comedians at open mics, you forget what it's like to be in front of a crowd. Yeah. And practicing in front of a crowd is what we're training for. Sure. So it's like the next level. So it's like even if you have like three people in there, you're gonna get a lot better. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fresh audience. People don't know you. Yeah, and you just like do, and if people do know you, like if you have regulars, you just got to do new shit. You just got to riff about new shit. Yeah, do yeah. Jokes you haven't done. Yeah. Figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. But I've never gotten so good in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And from doing a weekly show for one year, and I've also never been so disappointed. With marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even a monthly, the f- the first show I ran uh, with my friend uh, Josh Na- Josh Nash Nasser. Mm-hmm. I'm having a stroke right now. <laughs> uh, it was called Jake and Josh are not funny, but we we did it at Pine Box for like uh, a year, and uh, our last one got cut off because of the pandemic. But that like even like a monthly was like a lot of lessons learned because mm-hmm. like we had a couple shows where no like no one was there. Yeah, we had a show that was yeah, and that's why I always tell people because there are people who I know who like want to do a show and they're afraid of doing a show. And I'm like, you just got to accept that you're going to have bad shows. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yep. I mean, it's like stand-up. You start stand-up and you're, you're like, you got to accept that you're going to bomb. You're going to do poorly because you've never done it yeah. before. You're yeah. going to bomb producing sometimes too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and like putting it like there's so many like producing a show. It's like, I don't know, making a lineup is more difficult than you think. Mm-hmm. And like, like when people don't show up, like there's like a, a lot of things. It's all problem solving. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Now, yeah. But, yeah, I love doing my show now. My show now is, like, I want it to be monthly, but it's, like, it's like, at this point, it's, like, every six weeks or, like, every other month. What is it? What is it called? Dad's Like Ducks. <laughs> Great name. Yeah. The next one. <laughs> this next one's January 20th. Whoa. So, yeah. Nice. So, awesome. A little far out, but the last one was, like, November 4th. Uh, yeah. It's very, it's super fun. Where are you doing that at? Uh, Brooklyn Comedy Collective. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. I haven't been up there yet. I it's I great. Go. It's great. Go. Yeah. The D, the I love the deep space. I love the the basement room. That's where we do it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh the people who have gone say the basement is great and the upstairs room is like uh enormous. It's very big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very it's 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 a it's a it's very big and it's like next to the bar. Mm. Um and like I don't know, I just I just 
I know how like my comedy and it's like very I feel like it's very like like you said I like to make it a hang yeah and in the basement it's like there's no stage you're just you're standing next to these seats and like if you pack it out it just it feels awesome amazing yeah hell yeah, yeah. that's yeah. sick yeah <laughs> it's super fun yeah I gotta check that place out I gotta I've been meaning to go for like a mic or something but I'm not in the loop of that place I I I, I got the show because my friend who I uh, Josh who I had the other show with he uh they like gave him a slot and then um. And then he couldn't do it. And he's like, do you want to take it over? And I was Hell like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And the first one went well. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just keep doing this. What do you do for marketing it? For uh, I put it on. Um, I just put I, this one. I just put it on Instagram. Mm. Uh, and I I like post it. Like once I have a show, I post it every fucking day in my story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like I have like people who I text individually. Mm. Um and then I don't know, but the last couple of shows have been—I mean, knock on wood—they've been a—they've uh, been selling pretty well. Nice. And I think also part of it is like it's been happening at the same venue at the same time, right? On the same night. Yeah. Um. So like, the last couple of shows we've been getting like a lot of like random people. Mm-hmm. But I think they—they they just see the flyer. Also, I have Art do all the posters. Art Kai. Nice. And hire Art Kai for he makes such fucking professional looking posters. Really? Does he do graphic design or does he just do it? I don't know. I I don't know how. I think I think it's graphic design. Mm. What I do it because Dad's like ducks is like uh, it's Sopranos. Oh right right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like the reason why I called it that is because I wanted my like my phone case to be the phone my my phone case is I don't know if, I don't know if this will read, but oh <laughs> that's sick yeah and I just it's, wanted this Tony Soprano in the pool in the pool with the ducks yeah and I wanted I just wanted that to be the poster yeah for the first one and I was like what should the name be i was like dad's like ducks and then also my dad's italian as shit so this is like ducks well i end up to, <laughs> i have a bit where i'm like i don't know if he likes ducks but he definitely loved dogs and I'd talk about my family dog nice um but yeah it, it became a it just it all worked together where i was like oh if i call dad's like ducks i have a lot of shit about my dad yeah i, I like open every show with shit about my dad yeah um <laughs> But uh, you're, you're like yeah. you're definitely in the 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 genre of comedians who got dads. Who are yeah. talking about dads, you know. I feel yeah. like you and uh, Hayden Arrington. I was about to say Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. dad is weird. <laughs> yeah, and Hayden. Hayden one time was running a joke by me where he was like, uh, "I feel like I do too much shit about my dad." He's like, "Do you think that's funny?" I was like. And it was a funny bit. And I was like, I do, I go, you're talking about the right guy because I do a lot of shit about my dad. As long yeah. as it's funny. Yeah. And like something that people feel like they haven't heard someone say about their dad. Yeah. Then I think it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a, dude, I'm a wife guy. You're a wife guy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a lot of my, a lot of my material ends up just being about shit that like we spend all of our time together. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I just been writing shit about that. I'm trying to break out of it. Yeah. So I'm writing about my cats. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. Cats and wife. Cats and wife. Yeah. But trying trying to shake it up. Trying not to say my wife more than like four times on stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I, that was a problem for me uh, in the beginning of like uh, I had a lot of dad shit. You wouldn't shut up about your dad. <laughs> yeah. So like I was so, I'd be at a mic. I'd be like five minutes about my dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I noticed people started being like, "Oh yeah, you're the guy who does the shit about his dad." And then I was like, I, and then I stopped doing stuff about my dad mm-hmm. uh, and just started doing like personal shit. And then once people like were like, oh, you're that comedian. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I could do something about my dad again. Nice. Yeah. Well, one day when you have like an hour, you know, yeah. you can do like 
25 about your dad. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Half of it can be dad jokes. <laughs> Father's Day special. <laughs> I mean, if I'm doing a rough show, I'll be like, I'll do the dad stuff. Well, because the dad stuff is like so like, yeah, it's an easy way to get people to like be like, like relate. Yeah. Because I also have like weird shit. Yeah. And I feel like if I do the dad shit, they're like, oh, this is fun. And then I start doing the weird shit and they're already in. So I'm more, because <laughs> I used to, uh, I mean, even recently, I was like, I get too ahead of myself where I'm like, oh, like, you know, I'll just do all the weird shit. And mm. I'll, I'll do all the weird shit for a crowd uh, who, like, isn't there for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, they don't want to hear this weird shit. Right. <laughs> they want to hear something else. <laughs> I got to trick them into the weird shit. Go relatable and then go weird. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't start talking about cum immediately. Right. Yeah. Well, I also think, like, you uh, doing the, the dad shit, while it is about your dad, it also paints a picture of who you are, too, yeah. because you're also putting your perspective in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I'm either like, <laughs> dude, wife shit. <laughs> or like silly shit that's like not personal at all and i'm trying to get to the third thing which is personal that's yeah, actually yeah, funny yeah i don't know it's it's challenging but yeah i mean different approaches yeah and also everyone's got different uh i don't know it's hard. i think one of the hardest things to do like is give someone advice with, yeah with comedy totally because also it's like i don't know sometimes we'll, sometimes people will give you advice about a joke and you're realizing like well you're just you're just like turning it into what something you would say yeah yeah, it's like, yeah i'm not gonna i gotta do my version of what that edit was you know right right yeah, right yeah I, th- I i like to i like to do the tag yeah give people a tag that yeah. works it's the best there you go yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and then when they use them and it works i love it. incredible dude. yeah that's comedy heroin i don't need to crush but a joke i said to someone else that they were like can i have that yeah if that crushes <laughs> i have done that. i've hung back and been like they don't even know. They don't even know. I yeah. fucking gave them. You're that. in the back, like, just waiting for you to, like, point at me or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's rough is when uh, I have two friends and and I, like, I write with them yeah. a decent amount. And one of them is, like, the best person ever where, like, I literally he posted a clip of him doing a bit that we ha- we wrote together. And then I was like, fuck yeah, dude. It, it killed. And then he's like, yeah, we did it. And I'm like, hell yeah. Whoa. Somebody else yeah. I know tell me about a bit like they were telling me a bit and i was like you gotta do that on stage and then uh she was telling me about this bit and she was like oh yeah i've been doing this new bit and it's been like crushing uh and i was like oh yeah so what i told you to do right and she's like oh did you oh did you did you tell me and i was like what the fuck? straight to jail straight <laughs> and to jail. their name is no <laughs> but i was like what the fuck dude yeah come on <laughs> you can at least be like yeah the joke that we talked about rude Unbelievable. Really, <laughs> truly. I'm like pissed for you. <laughs> their number, I just give her the phone number. <laughs> Go get her. You can't say their name on the show, but you can say all of their personal <laughs> details. Their social security number is. <laughs> so in comedy, like after you're in your four years in your retrospective, what are the things you're like good at? And what are the things you're trying, always trying to get better at? Like, what did you start decent at? Uh... I think I'm good at um uh I'm good I'm good at like uh I guess holding my ground. Okay. I'm good at like being ve- like uh letting the crowd not like me or like mm. letting the crowd. I'm good at like engaging with the crowd and being like, "Hey, wh- wh- like what are we doing? Like let's do- like Yeah, yeah. Figuring out what they think. Mm-hmm. Um 
I would like to get better at uh I like to get better at like uh what's it called? I like to get better at like writing more um bad words. Bad words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, just like uh like tightening things up and yeah. like and like doing like honing bits more. Yeah. Cuz I feel like I do new stuff and then I d- I do it for a bit and then like uh, there's certain bits where like I'll do it for a while and then I'll 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 flesh it out and I'm like oh really happy with it but then there are certain bits that like I'll do once or twice and then I'll abandon it yeah and I want to abandon less bits um I feel that hard yeah I'm an abandoner so quick yeah I'm like every three months I have all new stuff because I get sick of telling yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and I want to get better at like taking my time like mm. slowing down uh and talking more clearly I feel like sometimes I speak too quickly yeah or like i stumble th- i mumble through something mm. and i want to be like more just like more precise yeah yeah that's a good one to work on yeah i'm like i'm in the zone of like i need i need to stop stepping on laughter yes yeah, stepping on yeah i need to stop doing that yeah i i like didn't realize how bad it was until i watched a recent like tape where i like did really well and yeah. i was like there's not even a break like i'm just like they laugh i give them half a second yeah and then i'm like next thing yeah and that's it's not good yeah no it's not and then, yeah i want to get better at yeah pacing myself so that i let the full laugh get out yeah and and i want to be more precise because i feel like a lot of times i when i'm i like being conversational but sometimes i am too conversational and then like i add something mm-hmm. that wasn't necessary yeah and it like kills a laugh yeah and i'm like the thing i said was the was the part Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let them laugh and then say the next part. Right. Yeah. You like you get, get off topic. Like, well, you're gonna laugh later. I'll just say the thing I'm thinking also. And then yeah. it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you do you do an ad lib and then it does like sometimes it even gets a laugh, but you're like, yeah, but the laugh would have been bigger. It would have been a full big laugh if I didn't do the ad lib. Now yeah. I just got I got two laughs, but they're both too short. Yeah. Fucking yeah. But they're both less than the one that could have been. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Something like uh, just like working on like building and like building the tension of the joke properly. Yeah. So you're not like, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We're almost out of time. Oh, hello. We're coming down the last like five ish minutes. Damn. Here. All right. And a couple more questions to ask you. If, okay. In hindsight, if you were to teach the stand up class yeah. at a college, what would you have them do? Uh, uh, I would, I mean, similar to what you said with the mic. I'd be like everyone. I would have a mic set up for every single individual person. <laughs> I'd be like everyone grab the mic. This is how we talk into it. Uh, I just had an image of like you know like when you join the CIA, they make yeah. you learn how to assemble and disassemble <laughs> a gun. <laughs> like it's like that. It's like mic, cable, speaker, <laughs> stand. Well, well, because I uh, I I've taught like a lot of uh, film production courses. Really. Um, and always, always, uh, if you tell people about the equipment, they fucking they they. It's in one year out the other, yep. but if you every single and that's why every time I teach, I like have lights and I have a camera and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna talk to you about these things and then we're all gonna get up and use it. Nice. And every time people have their hands on it, my professor, uh, he had a uh, a class where we recreated uh, famous movie scenes. Mm-hmm. So every day was like being on set, and I learned way more about. Uh, filmmaking from that class than any other class I had. That's amazing. Because we were holding right, the shit right. the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, I would mics because it, it, like you were saying before, like it's it's the most important thing. You'd be grabbing <laughs> a mic constantly. You need yeah. to know how to talk into it. You need to know, know how to hold it. You need mm-hmm. to know how you want to hold it. 
Like, do you want it to be in the stands? If you don't want it to be in the stand, pick it up, move the fucking stand. Yeah. Um, move the stand every time. Bro, to this day, I'm like, I mean, to, recently I was like, I kept, uh, sometimes when I don't move the stand all the way out of the way, I start like touching it and I'm like, what am I, I don't, why am I touching it? <laughs> I'm touching it for no reason. I'm touching it because it's there. Yeah. Um, I said this before. My favorite move is when uh, a newer comic pulls the mic out of the stand and then steps to the side as if the yeah. stand is a person and yeah, they're like yeah. getting out of the way. It's like, just touch the stand, yeah, move, move it. Just that, like, yeah. <laughs> move it. Were you scared of it? Come on. <laughs> yeah, you kind of, yeah. Uh, and then I would say, uh, I would say that and then I would say, uh, you need to accept that you're going to do poorly. Nice. <laughs> you're going to do poorly and it doesn't matter and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I would say the thing I said to you before of like, people are only going to start recognizing you when you start to do good. Yeah. And at that point, like you said, People see the improvement. Mm. People, I, I've learned that like, uh, it's better to try new shit and have people see it get better than to just do the same thing over and over and over. Because if you see somebody who like is doing a set and then six months later, it's the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. You're like, all right, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's it's always it's always nicer to see people like. Working, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I get, dude, same thing. I feel like when I see someone who hasn't changed their set in like a really long time, I'm just like, your neurons, your neural pathways are stuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You're like, stand up is me repeating these jokes that I wrote. Yeah. You know? No, it's not. Yeah. It's like, do new shit. Yeah. There's a balance of like, of like doing new stuff, but also not, not like, uh, not like, not, not, Doing new stuff, but also understanding when something is actually done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like I said, like I want to get better at that. Like sometimes I feel like something isn't actually done. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, it's done. And it's not. <laughs> the, the jokes that have like a good like premise, but then they have one punchline. And yeah. And just kind of move on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like those are the ones that I like expand. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like something I tell myself now is like try to get into like the universe of the joke. Yeah. Like every joke is like a little like universe and timeline. So like. Do the main punch, and then what else? What else is there? Like yeah. really fucking squeeze it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes, yeah, because sometimes with a bit, you'll like. I don't know. That's why it's also good to listen back, because you're like, this is a this is a place where there should be a bit where there should be a laugh, right? Uh, and it's not that it's not that like, because sometimes you sometimes you're like, oh, I should just not say that part. Like, I, there's an extra part I keep saying that I think is funny, but it's not getting anything, so I should just fucking cut it. <laughs> but then also there's, like, a there's yeah. sometimes there's a section where, like, you're like, no, that section needs to be there, but, like, I'm just not saying the right fucking thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then when you do, and it, like, I had a bit where, recently where that part never got a laugh, and then once I figured out the thing to say there, that's, that's the funniest part of the joke now. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would say you're going to bomb. Here's the mic. Let's figure out how you want to use it. You're allowed to improvise. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you get, you only get a B in this class if you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're getting an automatic B if you fucking stick to the script too much. If you're monologuing up there, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Write what you're going to say, and if you say the, the if you say it word for word, you're failing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do the ring of fire. <laughs> the ring of fire. You're going to rename it. Rename it to something else, and then that'll get famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll rename it to that teacher was weird <laughs> a fire yeah we're, i have a famous exercise that i've named the ring of fire also don't 
Dude, don't pursue this. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't do this. Yeah. You're pretty good, but you have a B. Don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. Save yourself the trouble. Save yourself all the late nights of hanging out with all your friends, <laughs> being silly. <laughs> Listen, when you get out of college, you are not going to want to be creative. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, this is this is it. This is it for you. This is it. Yeah. Graduating as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I graduated with a... Yeah. I graduated as a lady with honors. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jake, final question. What do you love about stand-up comedy? Ooh. Uh, I love that... Ooh, this is a good question. This is a tough question. Um, well, maybe it's going to sound dark. <laughs> nice, nice. Love when it sounds dark. I I feel like... Uh, I feel I feel like it's... Like, I feel the most connected when I'm doing it. Like, mm. I feel the most connected to people. Because mm. I feel like it's a, uh, it's a rare, it's a rare situation where, like, you get to dictate the, the entire vibe and the entire environment. Yeah. And you get to bring people into, uh, uh, your world, but mm. also you get, to, you let them to, it's like, a, it's like, I love that it's a place where you can uh, you can get vulnerable and then make everyone else have to be vulnerable too, mm -hmm. and then you can laugh in that place. You mm. know, uh, yeah. I like making I love making people laugh at shit that they that they uh, are sad about or that they're afraid of. Like that's very fun. Something dark. If I if I can make someone laugh, I have a joke about my fucking uh, uh, two of my cousins who OD'd on heroin. Mm -hmm. And when people laugh at that joke, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we all did something. I'm like, all right. For me, the dark story is the one about the Lego set getting destroyed. That's the one. That's, <laughs> that, that, yeah. the, oh, one? that's okay, the darker yeah. part? Oh, that, yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. Because it's like such a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the exact joke. Yeah. Because like, you know, I don't know. People always talk about... Uh, uh, I don't like when people put a a cap on like what you can uh, make jokes about because mm -hmm. also a lot of times the person who's like don't joke about suicide is a person who's never thought about killing themselves yeah and, and you're like you don't get it like i want to hear a joke about that yeah because then i'm like all right i'm, I'm all right <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, i want to do yeah. a joke about my cousins because like i hate that they died <laughs> you know yeah so i want to laugh about things that are bad whoa that's an interesting take like i'm okay I've not had as like any suicidal thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So suicide jokes, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like you shouldn't take it lightly and all that. But like saying that, like, like people who have been through that want to hear something about. Yeah, that. that's a great way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have, uh, I don't know. My experience is like anytime something bad happens, and it's like a close friend, and I can make them laugh about the thing as it happened. They they're always very happy about it. Dude, I, I, that's amazing that you can do that. <laughs> I try. I don't know. It's always I am, work. I'm such a roaster that like. <laughs> oh, you roast them? <laughs> I feel bad. Like I, like if I feel like if I try to make light of this, yeah. I am a hundred percent. Like my gut is like, oh, this would be a really funny roast. Like <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe my instinct isn't a roast. It's like a. Make it silly. Make it silly. I don't know. Somebody was, somebody was talking about someone, uh, who passed away in their life, like very dark. And, uh, she, she like brought it up. <laughs> like it just happened to be that she ended up bringing it up. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And uh, instead of being weird, I just started asking questions about it. <laughs> and I started laughing a lot. And afterwards, she was like, that was probably the best experience I had Whoa. with talking about that shit. Wow. So to me, that's what comedy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like someone, like, is really fucked up about mm -hmm. something, and they get to laugh. And it makes them be like, all right, well. Because a lot, a lot of bad things you can't control that they happen. Right, and right. And it's better to laugh about it than to just be like, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the sadness will just make you kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the laughter makes you, like, wake up again, you know? Wow. I'm going to dig into my traumas. Yeah, I'm going to start <laughs> fucking trauma posting these thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the delicate balance because sometimes yeah. people just say dark shit and yeah. that sucks. <laughs> I, hate when, I hate when people get on stage like, this just happened to me and it isn't funny. It's yeah. terrible. Sasha has that bit about like uh, suicide where he's like, a lot of times comedians will have suicidal thoughts and then they'll make a joke about suicide, yeah. but it's clear they haven't processed yeah, it at yeah, all. Yeah. So now you've just made everyone feel bad for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. I yeah. see that. It's like, yeah, wait till you're over the thing a little bit before you yes. bring it to the masses, you yeah. know? But but he, and yeah, and, and the thing I love about that bit uh, of Sasha's is that, like, he's doing a suicide bit while saying that. Right, right. Yeah. Because he's, he, he's, like, saying these can suck while being like, but this is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally telling someone about that this morning. Uh, shout out to Sasha, who's been on this podcast too many times. Uh, <laughs> I love the line from that joke that I really love is, like, I think it's the final punchline, or maybe, like, Close to the end, but he goes, "You want me dead? You do the work, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, you do the work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Amazing, yeah. fucking scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, Jake, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I had a great time, man. Great talking to you. Great getting to know you and uh, hell yeah, learn about stuff besides your dad. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Awesome. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, J Mother Father Sister on Instagram. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, YouTube, Jake Letizia podcast is uh, talking to myself. No G, talking. Nice. Real cringe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, talking to myself. That's on everywhere you get podcasts. And yeah, listen to all 180 episodes. Yeah, yeah. Dad's <laughs> like ducks, uh, January 20th. Yeah, BCC. Go, yeah, this will be out before then. So go to Dad, Dad's like ducks hell on yeah. January 20th, 20th, 2023. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. The new year. Hell yeah. I was like, I was for, about, for a second there, I was like, is that, that's inauguration day. <laughs> like, you're celebrating the one year of Joe Biden, baby. Two years? I He's going to be there, dude. He's going to be there. He's yeah. showing up to that. He loves the Sopranos. <laughs> Here's my son here. Yeah, yeah. My son's doing. I thought you were my, I thought you were my son. <laughs> All <Hunter>. right. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for watching the show. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, now it's youtube.com slash at don't quit your day job. That's right. I got the good handle. Fuck yeah. Give it. Uh, like and subscribe and uh, if you like this episode maybe share it on your Instagram story tag us that'd be fucking dope otherwise um, I'll talk to you all next week bye